Rebel Yell Podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. We are uh, midway through the WPIL playoffs, more than midway through. We already have one batch of semifinals in the books, more semifinals coming up Monday, Tuesday, then a day of rest, and then the championships at the Peterson Event Center Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. One young man who hopes to be down there with his team. Uh, they have a big semifinal game coming up on uh, Tuesday. He's sort of been there, done that. Uh, Jeff Ackerman, the head coach of the Baldwin Highlanders. They're our boys basketball WPIL team of the week. Jeffrey, we appreciate you joining us. And uh, a milestone victory in the quarterfinals over North Allegheny. Congratulations. Thanks. It was a fun night. Um the community, the students were really amazing. Uh, really helped the program, you know, see what it's all about, what player basketball is about, what it wins like, what it's like to advance on. Uh, you know, my my good friend of mine compared it to the night the Pirates won their wildcard game and the blackout and how everyone just went crazy. And uh, it was like, you know, 21 years of misery lifted up. And that kind of was like what the night was like for us there with, uh, winning the game and the blackout and all the fans and the suits rushed to court and it was pretty cool. Yeah, and, and, and that moment made even better. I mean, any victory anywhere would have been nice to get that postseason drought off the this program's back. But the fact that you guys were able to get the fourth seed, were able to host that game against a very good North Allegheny team, that probably really added to the uh, – the historic moment, if you will. Yeah, I don't think it's as amazing if it was an away game, but uh, no matter what, you know, it's still advancing on. It would have been amazing no matter what, but just the way our atmosphere, you know, the way our atmosphere was and the way our student body and the way our, our community supported us. And um, it was just a fun night by everyone. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because they're not really a true 11-11 team. They had a bunch of guys hurt early in the year. Uh, I think their point guard was out for a while. I think they learned how to play as a team as the season wore on, and I think they got better and better. And um, you don't normally see too many 11-11 teams that look like them. They have a really good point guard. They have a really good big. They have a 6-11 kid that plays the four for them that can shoot the three and do a bunch of other things. And they have some nice um, um, role players as well on the team. And, uh, you know, Dave's a great coach. So, you know, it wasn't easy. And uh, they were – and M1 away from winning that section, you know. If they, and if they don't give that M1 up and they win that game, that you know they're they're going to be, you know, the three or the four, and they're going to get a home game. So, fine line. The 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 one thing I was reading about that I thought was pretty interesting, and and <laughs> and at the same time as a credit, um, you know, the storming of the court. Um, some schools will allow that, some won't. Um, uh, that's, you know, something that we've seen in, in, in the college level and the high school level. Um, what I thought was interesting is the, uh, storming of the locker room. I guess a lot of the student body then follows the team into the locker room, has a little celebration and then they leave. And to me, that's impressive because nowadays you, you hate to give kids an inch because they'll take a mile but they were able to do that, have their celebration, and leave in a relatively orderly fashion, and 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 thus 
you know, no bad news coming out of it. Yeah, we've done it a couple times now. It wasn't our first time. Um, and we've, you know, knock on wood here, we've had no issues so far. Hopefully we get to do it some more times and we don't have any issues there. Um, we did it actually at St. Clair as well when we beat them there. Um, and that was fun. But, you know, my assistant coaches go in, make sure everything's good. Um, Ari D does a great job. You know, he really held them up. Uh, just told them the court. He held them up to when all the NA players and coaches were off the court. Once they were off the court, then he released them, and then they ran out and celebrated with our players. I thought it was a great way to do it, a safe way to do it, so there was no issues. And then, um, you know, after that, they went up to the locker room and were able to celebrate up there with the uh, – and, I mean, I don't think anyone enjoys it more than my my youngest son, Colton. He dances and jumps up and down. And the one game we lost, he was crying because he knew he wasn't going to be able to do that, and he looks forward to it. So it's been fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, and you know what? Great uh, great call about holding them up. Wait till the opposition clears. We saw what happened with the Duke-Wake Forest game where a Duke player got hurt because of that. So um, that's, that's a good way of doing it. Let the kids have their fun, yet safety first. Um, you mentioned the victory at St. Clair. I thought that was sort of a – I mean, you, you know, you had plenty of big wins. You, ch- you had a challenging – non-section schedule and your section itself is challenging 17 wins but i thought the upper st Clair victory stood out you you um you, you go to their place um and, and you you pick up i i hate to say it because it's sort of cliched but what i thought was a signature victory yeah i mean you know we had some good wins this year we did we do play i think we always I always try to play a really tough schedule. I don't think that we want to do any fool's gold and play a bunch of teams that we could easily beat thinking we're better than we are. We want to try to challenge ourselves as much as we can. And, you know, we played Peter, we played TJ, we played some good teams. Um, we beat Kiski, who I think was... We lost your volume. I don't know if you can hear me. We check your check your uh, audio your audio your mic. So, you know, we go into Upper Saint Clair. Danny's an amazing coach. I have a lot of respect for him. He does a great job. He has a really good team. We knew it was going to be a challenge for us. Uh, we felt like we could really compete. We competed with them last year. We just didn't get it done. They beat us twice last year by one point in overtime both times. We really felt like we could compete this year and come back. And uh, we felt like it was a game we could win. And sure enough, we got the lead. We hung on at the end. And uh, it got, you know, that win. And then also beating Alderdice and beating Kiski over Christmas as well were all were really good wins for us as well. Let's go back uh, pretty much a year ago. Um, You know, you have a young team. Um, Some of them were part of that team that had that heartbreaking loss in the postseason. You make the playoffs, tie for third place. You go up against Central Catholic. You lose to them in overtime. The Vikings would then go on to win the uh, 6A championship down the road. Was was part of the – drive in the offseason, part of the hunger in the offseason for this Highlanders team, stem, does it stem from that that uh, that really tough overtime loss? Yeah, I mean, 
it was a, it was a game where you know we played well enough to win the game, uh, and so you always disappointed. You know when you play in an elimination game, you know it's an elimination game going in, and you play well enough to win the game, and you don't. It's frustrating. It's disappointing. But you know, um, Central went in the whippy hole. Dante DePante ended up having a great playoff run. Yep. Like we lost to a good team, but it was a game that you know we had the last shot in regulation to win the game. They used their fouls up, um, and they were able, you know, to win that game. And credit goes to them. But our guy, my guys, competed. Truly, you could argue we actually played better in that game than we did on Friday against NA. But you know, we lost. We lost that year, and we won this year. But and and we played really well in that game. You know, um, and on Friday we didn't play our best, but we just found a way to win. Hmm. Um, Nate Wesling. <laughs> Uh, his big his brother who graduated had a big game against Central Catholic. Nate led the way, point total. Talk about his game and some of the other key contributors to the victory over North Allegheny. Yeah, Nate is a tremendous athlete, high end athlete, um, very skilled, uh, and he, uh, he got amazing quick twitch, catches the ball, quick turn, attack the hoop, um, can jump fast, strong, physical. You know, he's kind of Two six four, he could be a Division one kid, you know. Um, and um, uh, Nate Richards has been our—he's our only senior starter. Uh, definitely a leader for us. He's the kid that—he's a kid that they all kind of follow and rally around. And he's—you know—he's a leader on and off the court. Great kid, works super hard. Gets up in the morning before school, goes and gets up a bunch of shots. You know, five six in the morning, and then comes home, changes, and goes to school. Like Nate Richards is your ultimate like team guy. You know, uh, Max Marzina, Caden Cherico, Matt Shank, Jaden Dutine, Gabe Bearcat are all guys that have come off the bench. Um, a couple of the guys are starters. You know, Jaden and Gabe come off the bench. They contributed as well. Um, Caden's been a kid that I thought he potentially could have been first team all section this year. He ended up being second team all section. But he's had a tremendous year. If you watch that game on Friday, he's a kid that had to stand out because he goes and gets the ball with two hands, grown man rebounds. You know, he just does a lot of different stuff for us. And then Matt's been our big guy all year, Matt Shank. And he's a kid that, um, you know, he started out a little bit slow this year. He's a returning starter from last year. And then the second half of the year, he's been great. He was balling the flu on Friday too, Matt. And he's, he was mm -hmm. able to power through it. Well, a familiar face uh, up next. Semifinals at Bethel Park Tuesday. Um, the Mount Lebanon Blue Devils, you faced them twice. Uh, they sort of rocked your world the first time, but a much more competitive game at their place uh, the second time around. Um, what about the Blue Devils as you get ready for them? Yeah, I mean, you know, Matt Lebanon is like your ultimate team. I was telling them, we had practice this morning, and I was telling my guys, you know, we all understand who they are and what they are, and, you know, we know what they're about. And, you know, they're a team that um, they will play it any way. You know, if they're going to win eight to four, they'll win eight to four, and not one guy on their team would care. You know, no one cares about scoring. No one cares about anything. They just want to win, uh, and that makes them tough, you know. And uh, Joey does a great job. He's been doing a great job for a long time. So we respect them. You know, we have a lot of respect for their program and what they what they stand for. But by no means are we scared or intimidated of them at all. Not me and not them. Not my guys. We're not intimidated at all. 
Bethel Park, 7 o'clock Tuesday for the Highlanders and the Blue Devils. I know there's work to be done, you hope, this year and in years to come. Uh, but what you're doing is kind of amazing. Um, you're building quite a legacy. You had the great success, uh, the three-peat when you coached at Moon. Um, then you went to Pine Richland, had success, won a championship with the Rams, and now you are turning around this Highlanders program. It's impressive. Uh, there's probably a lot of people wondering what the, the magic dust that Coach Ackerman uses um, when you sit down and think about it, what's the, uh, what's the key to your success? Um, I think I'm fairly consistent in what I do. Uh, I believe in what I do, you know, the way we play, the style of play that we play. Um, I believe in it. I have a lot of um, success with it. I tell a lot of stories. My guys are probably like, here we go again, another story. But I tell a lot of stories. I mean, you know, my moon team, my 04 moon team, we're, they're, we're coming up here on 20 years. And, you know, a bunch of them have been in contact with me. And we're going to get together here one night and hang out and watch some old videos and tell some stories. And, you know, 20 years later, I'm still friends with all those guys. You know, they're all grown men now. They have their own kids and everything. And they're, you know, they're they're older now than probably when I, when I coached them back then, you know. Um, but it's just, you know, try to make it a family atmosphere. We try to make it fun. We listen to music, you know, while we practice. Um, as long as we're practicing hard and we're competing. But, you know, we try to make it fun for for the kids and, you know, bringing the students in the locker room and trying to make it fun for not just our, my players, but for our students as well. Make them want to come back to our game, make them want to support our guys. Um, and then, you know, I just... I really like to play fast if we can offensively. And then we just try to play really tough, hard nosed defense. You know, we play a lot of man and we switch screens and try to be aggressive. And uh, I think that if you would look at one of my teams from 20 years ago and see my team today, I don't think there'd be a whole, we run a lot of the same offenses that we did back then. Uh, we have some new things for sure, but you know, I think overall I've been fairly consistent as far as who I am as a person. And, um, and what we've done as a basketball team and, and, and program. And, you know, when I came over, a lot of people said, well, why would you leave Pine Richland for Baldwin, you know? And um, I just believe we could win there. I felt like the community hadn't really had much to cheer about in basketball, football, baseball, or anything. And, uh, you know, boys team sport. And I felt like if we could win there, they would really rally behind us. Sure. And that's, that's exactly what happened. I mean, Friday night, I don't know, we had 150, 200 students there, all dressed in black. Uh, into the game, standing, cheering, going crazy. And, uh, you know, we had 1,800 people, 1,700 people, however many people we had there, it was packed. And uh, I've played in some really cool atmospheres and some big games, and, uh, you know, that was as good an atmosphere as I've ever coached in before. Year four as the head coach of the Baldwin <laughs> Highlanders for, uh, for Jeff Ackerman, who also, by the way, is building a nice rainbow closet goes from the red of moon to the green of pine richland now to the purple of uh of, of baldwin I, before i let you go i gotta ask you said you like to play you know you let the the, the the kids play music as you get older is your musical taste the still the same as the young kids uh so we we lost coach for a second 
the question, the final question I had for you, you're getting older. I mean, you're still young, but you're getting a little older. Is your musical taste the same as what the players want to listen to? All right, we lost Coach there for a moment, got him back. Uh, the, the final question is, hopefully, the um, the music. You, you said you let the kids listen to music, have some fun. Are your music tastes as you get older the same as what the kids are listening to now? You know, there, you know I also teach video production at Chartres Valley, and so for years I, I knew the music that they listened to. I understood it. I kind of knew the bands. I don't know anything anymore. I don't know any group. <laughs> I don't know any of these bands. I don't know any lyrics. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm an old man, so I may, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know, but I've, I've lost all contact with the hip society of uh, this country. <laughs> sure. What's your sweet spot? What do you like? If you're uh, in your so car, my, my, wife, my wife kind of got me into country, so Kenny Ooh. Chesney and things like that. I didn't really like that until I met her, but she kind of got me into it, and now and I kind of enjoy it. And um, you know, back in the day, I, I still you know listen to everything. I can listen to alternative, Green Day, Pearl Jam. I can listen to country. I can listen to rap music, pop. I, my daughter loves Taylor Swift. I'll listen to that with her. Like, I'm all over the place, Don. Oh wow, you are. <laughs> you might uh, you might be um, have a certain way of doing things when it comes to basketball, but with music, you're here, there, and everywhere, that's and that's not a, that's not a bad thing. Yep. Um, again, Jeff, impressive what you continue to do. Uh, continued success. Good luck. I'll see you out there on Tuesday. Uh, Baldwin and Mount Lebanon in a 6A semifinal match. Congratulations. Uh, whether it continues on down to the peat or whether, you know, it, it wraps up, uh, you're still going to have a, a, a consolation game if you guys don't win. But anyway, best of luck to you and the Highlanders. Don, I appreciate it. We overcame a lot of adversity through this. This is kind of like playing Mount Lebanon. You have to handle adversity to beat Mount That's Lebanon. That's right. And we handled adversity today and got through through this. So I appreciate all you guys do for high school basketball. Thanks, guys. Go uh, go enjoy your meal. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you, Jeff Ackerman. Uh, we we interrupted him, his meal. We had a couple of uh, glitches there, as you'll see if you've watched the whole podcast. A little a couple stops, uh, stop and goes. But we prevailed. And uh, well-deserved uh, Team of the Week honors for the Baltimore Highlanders. They only played one game, yet uh, it was a historic game. First victory for that program in 21 years, 2003. They beat Newcastle in the first round of the old Quad A playoffs, uh, lost in the quarterfinals, and hadn't won a playoff game since, I think, 0-8 since that victory over the Canes, so congratulations to Coach Ackerman and the Highlanders. I had a chance to see Baldwin at Mount Lebanon. The, that was the close game, and that could have gone either way, so I, I'm expecting much the same uh, on Tuesday. All right, let's take a look uh, at – we'll go over the 6A, 5A, and 4A uh, tournaments uh, right now. 6A semifinal set for Tuesday at Bethel Park, 7 o'clock tip, top seed Mount Lebanon against Baldwin. Baldwin, the victory over North Allegheny, as we've talked about. Uh, Mount Lebanon, 11-point win over Pine Richland. Uh, the other semifinal uh, will pit Central Catholic Upper St. Clair. They also met in the Final Four a year ago with Central Catholic winning. The uh, Vikings impressive in round one, defeating Cannon McMillan, 53-27. Uh, Peyton Wainer and Vernon Settles uh, with nine points each. 
Uh, Tyler Robbins, 20 points. Christian Ito, what a fourth quarter he had. 19 points total. Upper St. Clair comes back to beat Butler, 78-71. That Vikings-Panthers game uh, on Tuesday is 8 o'clock at Gateway High School. 5A semifinals are on Monday night. Top seed Moon will take on number four, Thomas Jefferson, in a semifinal game at Peters Township High School, Monday at 8 o'clock. Moon defeating uh, Woodland Hills in round one. Fox Chapel in the quarterfinals, 63-50. TJ beating Penn Trafford big in round one. And then uh, an impressive win over upset-minded Kiski area, 73-57 in the second round. Evan Berger, uh, Nick uh, Turkula with 18 points for the Jags. Uh, Charlie uh, DePriere, 22 points for the Tigers in their win. The other semifinal... On Monday, Franklin Regional against Shaler. That's the 2-3 matchup, so the top four seeds advance in boys' class 5A. Franklin Regional defeating Mars in round one, and then they knocked off Gateway impressively, 53-35 in the quarterfinals. Cameron Rowell with uh, 21 points to lead the Panthers. Shaler, um, they were... Got a scare in the first round against Chartier's Valley, 73-71, and then had to grind out a 35-26 victory over Bethel Park in the quarterfinals. Uh, Keegan Smetanka leading the Titans with 12 points in that second-round victory. Uh, Shaler Franklin Regional at Mount Lebanon on Monday night at 8 o'clock. And finally, in Boys 4A, the championship is set. It'll be one verse 2 Lincoln Park taking on Hampton. Uh, Lincoln Park uh, uh, beat Knock in the quarterfinals this past week. And then uh, on Saturday, uh, defeated uh, Uniontown 74-63. to uh, Hampton, a victory over South Allegheny in the quarterfinals. And then in the semifinals, they defeated a pretty good Avonworth team, 61 61- to 39. So Lincoln Park against uh, Hampton. That will be Thursday night, 9 o'clock at the Peterson Event Center, the main event of night one of three uh, at uh, the Pete. All right. Uh, that'll do it. Thanks again to uh, Coach Ackerman of the Baldwin Highlanders, our boys basketball team of the week. Thanks to Chris Lackner for his stop, go, stop, go production wizardry. Um, I'm Don Rebel. We thank you for joining us. Rebel Yell Podcast, Trib Live, High School Sports Network.